0: And show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com. And find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Oh, God. Okay, I can't believe I'm going to try to do this. Let me see if I can actually list the order of Britney Spears' albums. Uh, wish me luck. I don't think I can do this, but let's just find out if I can make it. I'm going to put this here just so I can check my answers after. Okay, here we go. <sighs> okay, uh, Baby, one more time. Uh, oops, I did it again. Uh, Britney. Uh, in the zone. Uh, blackout. Is it black? Yeah. Circus. Um. Uh, what's after circus? Fuck. Femfetal. Uh. Britney Jean. Glory is it glory, or is there something I'm missing? I, there was like a yeah, greatest hits in there somewhere, right? Okay. Good enough. Good enough. Did I do it? Let me see. Yes. 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 Fuck yeah! <laughs> Ninety-nine, And I will never forget that fucking moment as long as I live. It was the very first time that I had ever seen anything like it. I was getting ready for school because it was my senior year and my dad was supposed to drop me off and he was taking just a little bit long to get ready and come out so that we could leave that morning, and so I, while waiting for him, just sat in the living room on the couch, grabbed the remote control and clicked the TV on, and to my complete and total surprise, I saw this girl, this girl that before this moment I had never heard of or seen before, and she was dancing around in a little schoolgirl's uniform with her shirt tied up and her naval expose. For the world to see in the music video Hit Me Baby one more time, and I was fucking mesmerized. Who was this Britney Spears? Who was this girl I needed to know more? Fast forward one year later at the 2000 MTV Video Music Awards, and as she walked down that spiral staircase. Little did I know, in that moment, as she sang I Can't Get No Satisfaction, a remake from the famous Rolling Stones song, I did not foresee that at that moment when she ripped that suit and that hat off and started whipping her hair around in that near nude suit with diamond studs all over that I would forever be changed in a way that would just spark every single fiber of my gay being. And Britney Spears in that moment showed me that there was this diva, this pop star that I wanted to be so fucking bad in a way that was so far different than any other pop star or diva before her. So sit back, relax put on that condom, or pop your prep pill. And let's explore the entire notion of what it means all the way back from 1999 to the present. And I will tell you all the reasons why I am always on board for rooting for Britney Spears to just make it through and get that win. You're now listening to My Gay Expose Podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ community activist, self proclaimed, messy, loud mouthed, and somewhat semi passable podcast host, Popper Somalié. Porn star fluffer and training and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid and this is my gay expose podcast Ronnie Washburn here and welcome back to the show that really just says. Oops, I did it again far too often. My gay expose podcast. And on this week's expose, we explore the entire notion of what it means to be the biggest fucking Britney Spears fan of all time. Uh, listen. It was really popular to be a Britney Spears fan back in the day, and it is really not that popular to be a fan of her these days. But you know what? I am the biggest fan because that girl came into my life in a moment in my life where I feel like I needed her most. And this week's expose, we're going to talk about all the different ways that Britney entered my life and like became something that really just allowed me to express my gay awakening so to speak and how that whole dynamic took place. We'll talk about how gigantic and huge she was like 25 years ago and how things have shifted through the conservatorship and all the bullshit she's been through all the ins and outs and ups and downs and getting out of that finally and all the crazy shit that's going on on Instagram and the divorce that's now being like thrown out for the public to understand is happening in this moment. All the TMZ documentaries, all of it, we're just going to cover from the beginning to this current time frame. And let's just hope that Britney will make it out on the other side. Okay, that is my one true hope in this world. She just has to. I'm always going to be on her side regardless. And this week on the Your Gay Exposé segment, I reached out to all of you hot jock tops and bossy power bottoms out there, and asked you the question, basically asking with three descriptive words, what is the best way that you would personally describe Britney Spears? Like, what three things come to your mind first when you hear the name Britney Spears? And so we'll collect some of those answers this week. But first, before all eyes are on me in the center of a ring, just like a circus... <laughs> Let's hop into this week's re-expose. Welcome to this week's Re-Expose, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over, or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand, you came for me and I felt like I needed to readdress, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, oh, oh, fuck, God. What the fuck? What was I even trying to say there? Oh, God, that definitely merits a (laughs) re-expose. Okay, so check it out, you guys. Last week's expose, Gay Red Flags, basically an episode in which I just listed off all the different red flags that you should watch out for when trying to go out on a date with a guy. And it was so cute to see all of you pour in my DMs with all of the suggestions of things that I maybe missed or that you consider to be your red flags. But the one Item that I mentioned on the list that got so much attention, it still blows my mind that this is the one thing that everybody fucking loved was the comment I made about the toothpaste spit selfie. <laughs> it's so true, you guys. I swear, sometimes I wonder what guys are thinking when they take selfies of themselves in mirrors and it's like, I can't even see past the toothpaste spit on the mirror. I'm not even looking at you the way you are, how hot your body is, how many abs you have, whether it's a six pack or an eight pack or any of it. I just see that fucking toothpaste spit. And that is the biggest fucking red flag. And that conversation that we're about to have via text after that selfie, it's over before it even begins. (laughs) Oh, God. But that was just so much fun. And thanks for chiming in with all of your suggestions, comments, concerns, and reads from all of you hot jock tops and posse power bottoms out there there (laughs) about the Gay Red Flags expose. All right, you guys. It's time for me to get fucking serious about this shit. I need all of you to help me out. I need for you to donate to my AIDS life cycle journey for 2024. And it's open. We're taking donations. It is time for me to begin my fundraising journey. So when you get the opportunity, go into this week's show notes, go to any of my social media bios, any one of my social media formats or websites, or pretty much if you just Google Ronnie Washburn, you can find a way to donate to my AIDS life cycle journey. I need to raise $3,500 this year to meet my goal. And I haven't gotten one donation just yet. And it's been open for a couple weeks now. Come on, you guys. I really need your help. I need to meet my goal this year. I'm determined. And I can't do it without you. So when you get the opportunity, go to any one of those ways that I just listed and donate to my 2024 AIDS Life Cycle journey. so before we get my gay expose on this week's topic of conversation which just so happens to have a i'm not a girl not yet a woman uh, what really just translated to me when i heard those words though were i'm not a twink not yet a daddy that's what britney was telling me famed undertone First, let's get your gay expose. And this week, the question was asked to a few of my friends, as well as all of you hot jock tops and bossy power bottoms out there. In three descriptive words, what's the best way that you would personally describe Britney Spears and explain? So let's get some of those responses now. Says, it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> My straight brother Ryan says as follows uh, There's some little smart ass quip in there about the fact that I accidentally auto corrected I'm instead of in, stupid bitch. <laughs> but after the fact, he continues by saying, I would describe Britney Spears in three words as hot and crazy, which when you put those. Two together usually equals great in bed. (laughs) Oh, God, leave it to the straight guy. (laughs) Kyle says, iconic hot mess. Victor says, white trailer trash. Okay, so there's a backstory to this answer. So I honestly do feel that Victor does like Britney. It's just that he and I have been friends for so fucking long. And I have just gushed and poured my heart out about how much I fucking love her. You know, and the dynamic of our relationship as friends basically is that he just wants to counter it. Because he knows that she is my one true diva in life. And so therefore, that's the reasoning behind his answer. (laughs) <laughs> Mason says, leave Britney alone. Michael says, unpredictable, iconic, and resilient. Sergio says, sad, wrecked, lost. Jason says, it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> Mar says, talented, ambitious, Insane. <laughs> that actually perfectly describes me. <laughs> Dorothy says, one day she'll be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> well, Dorothy, I love your enthusiasm. And while I agree with you and am hopeful that that will be something that she embarks on one day, that was far more than three words. <laughs> David says, please get help. <laughs> Leslie says, medicated underwater. <laughs> okay, listen, this was the femme tour for me. This is exactly how I probably would have described the femme tour because this is actually what well, we're now finding out after like all the confessions of the testimonial that was, you know, taking place to release the conservatorship that she was being put on this medication by force that made her seem like she was probably underwater. And I, you guys, listen, I went to that Femme Fatale tour, the biggest fucking fan, excited, so ready to, like, see everything that she was going to unleash in that show. And I'm not going to lie. Like, she was like four steps behind her dancers. But now we know, right? Now we know she was being forced to take drugs. Tracy says... Just sheer chaos. Morgan says, iconic, tantalizing work. Matthew says, once upon a one more time. Lisa says, I prefer Christina. (laughs) Carl says, not that innocent. Daniel says, real, brave, iconic. (laughs) Daryl says, hot, mess, princess. (laughs) Jeremiah says, what the fuck? (laughs) Ben says, again, Instagram, why? (laughs) (laughs) Caden says, hate, gross, and lame. All right, you guys, so explanation time. So for those of you not in the know, Caden is actually my 16-year-old son. And truth be told, growing up, he literally was expose to Britney Spears his entire fucking life. Like, I played her music constantly, nonstop, in the car, every time, from the age that he was in car seats all the way up into his teen years. He has literally grown up with Britney. So, I mean... Truthfully, from a psychological standpoint, I don't really blame him. (laughs) Timothy says, idol, icon, legend. Jesse says, high school memories. (laughs) Okay, listen, here's the deal. I discovered Britney when she first debuted as I was just graduating from high school in 1999. You know, ironically enough, I understand that there's a lot of the kids out there who just don't know who the true Britney is. They might know her songs, you know, they might kind of view her as I sort of do Madonna at the age that I am in a sense. Fuck my life. I am just fucking aging myself as I sit here in this moment. Fuck! (laughs) But the whole point is there's this girl that I just recently hired at work and for some reason... She missed the date of birth on her paperwork. And so my boss was texting me trying to get that info from her. And she basically gave me a date of birth that showed to me that she was born in 1999. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This was the same year I graduated from high school and discovered Britney Spears. This girl was born and I work with her. We're co-workers. Fuck that shit. (laughs) says the reason I'm gay <laughs> <laughs> oh okay first of all four words not three second of all oh, you guys this is one of my friends who I know is the biggest fucking Britney fan of all time she could literally murder someone and he would give you a list of all the reasons why she's the greatest thing on this planet like he is that die hard of a Britney fan so if you think that I'm You have definitely not met Kevin. (laughs) So I guess I kind of asked for this one this week because I had a feeling that there was going to be a lot of negative responses because we're getting all of these mixed messages from her on Instagram. But we have to consider the fact that she's a fucking music legend and an icon. And there's just so many different variables involved. So it's just one big giant clusterfuck of really just... All over the place. But you know, I'm gonna sit here and tell you all the reasons why, despite all the crazy that you see on Instagram from Britney Spears, that there are so many good things about this kick-ass iconic performer that you need to know, especially if you're in the Gen Z bracket. (laughs) Oh my fucking God, I'm so fucking old. This is not even funny. But you know what? I don't give a shit. I'm gonna talk about my diva. Because that's what she deserves. <laughs> so if you didn't get your answer read this week, don't worry, just continue to follow on Instagram at exposing my gay. And remember, the funnier the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. And if you just so happen to miss the weekly question on Instagram, you can always fi- find it bleh, if I can talk lying on my gay and if you hit click the listen tab, it's lying there each and every week. Submit your answer, get it in, and make it count. And now let's get my gay expose, and I will tell you all the reasons why I will forever be the biggest Britney Spears fan of all time. Despite all the crazy. All right, you guys, listen. I wanted to take this quick time out to ask you for a huge favor. I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and click five stars. This helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know. It actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster and it makes things start happening. I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click to yourself. (laughs) But you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please, I need your help. Click five stars and allow My Gay Expose podcast to get to that next best thing. You can say whatever you want about Britney Spears. You can call her crazy. You can unfollow her on Instagram. You can do whatever. But Britney Spears was the biggest fucking most iconic thing that has ever come out of the music industry in my lifetime. Bigger than Beyonce, bigger than Taylor Swift. And I know all of you are like clutching your gay pearls right now and gasping, but it is the truth especially for all of you kids out there that hang out in the Gen Z realm. You don't know the Britney Spears that I know. And I mean, the impact that she had on that gays specifically, my own personal journey, she single-handedly gave me the confidence to come out as the gay man that I am today and fucking metaphorically whip my hair back and forth when it came to coming out of the closet and being the biggest raging homosexual that just loves Britney Spears. So, so that's no secret that I am probably the biggest diehard Britney Spears fan of all time. And I kind of feel like that mostly in part to the fact that I just discovered her in a time in my life when I was really struggling with my sexuality. And I just felt because of what she was and what she did and how she outshined everybody like 25 years ago. She basically just gave me some kind of confidence to sort of come out, so to speak. And as stupid and fucking cliche as that is, Britney Spears literally is probably like partly responsible for my gay awakening. And you guys, listen, I described the story in the opening story when I watched that fucking 2000 VMAs performance and she fucking just flipped her hair like crazy. And at the time, nobody else was fucking doing that shit and just over sexualized the fuck out of herself. There was just something deep down where I thought in my mind, I just want to be so much like her. Maybe not like her per se, but I want that bold confidence. I want that standout attention. I want to be just like her. And my love for her didn't die there. I began to follow her from that moment moving forward, like die hard fan, fan girl moments. Like I stalked her. I read everything about her. I got all of those teen bot magazines that she graced the cover of. I wanted to know more. I needed more of this Britney Spears. And she became the biggest fucking thing. On this planet, 25 years ago, she was the biggest fucking thing in this world. There was nobody that could, like, top her. Nobody ever remotely came close to her. Everybody tried to mock and mimic and sort of do what she did but in their own way. And they never, ever were close into comparison to what she could do in regards to performing, slaying a show, just being the top-tier prime performer. She was the biggest fucking thing in music. Hands down, I would be willing to put like my life on that statement. That's how confident I know that that long ago, during that era, she was the biggest fucking thing in music. But you guys, that clearly took its toll on her life. And look at all of the shit she's been through with her like marriages and Kevin Federline and once they divorced and she got a little cuckoo and she shaved her head and the whole umbrella debacle happened and and then her kids were taken from her and she was placed into a conservatorship that we watched her live in for 13 years and just now are finding out all of the horrific details that she went through during this 13 long year conservatorship. The crazy part to me about this shit, you guys, is I had no fucking clue that she was going through any of that shit. And it sort of makes me like, peg the question, when I watch her doing her, like, dances on Instagram in this current moment, for example, is she as happy as she looks in these videos? Is she just covering up how she's really feeling in this moment, in this time frame, just like she did through that 13-year hell that she went through? Thankfully, the conservatorship was lifted and she's a free person, but I feel like The conservatorship partnered with the fact that she became the most famous person in this world, partnered with the fact that the paparazzi chased her more than any other celebrity for a time frame, especially after Kevin Federline and her decided to call it quits and divorce. She became like the biggest, most talked about thing on this fucking planet. And I can't imagine that that would put anyone in a happy place mentally. I mean, don't you agree? Like, this shit got fucking crazy. I, I mean, I would be in a fucking straight jacket with, like, those cushioned walls and shit if I went through all the fucking pain and turmoil and family turning on her and just not having anybody in her life to turn to. And you guys, with their current news of her divorce with Sam, whatever the fuck his last name is, I just don't foresee this getting any better for her. I wish her well. I want what's best for her. I don't want to, you know, open my phone one morning and find out that she actually, like, didn't make it for some reason in some random way, shape, and form. I really don't want that from her. I want her to win. I want her to succeed. I want her to just own her life that she has that's free now in this moment and just take it to that next level? And will she get there? I'm hopeful. But based on what I've seen over the course of the last like 10 years consecutively, I really don't know. I really don't know. I'm 50-50. There are all these people in all these documentaries that are saying that she has mental health issues and that she's sick And then there are all these other people out there that are saying that it was because of all of this shit that was forced on her, which is why she was acting out and doing those things. And she should have been doing those things. And that's why she was acting as such, because she was asking everyone for help. And it's just there's so many back and forth and two sides to every story. And it's just one big giant clusterfuck of we just don't really know the true story. But, okay, I'm going to give you guys a little nerd alert on my behalf. So when it was announced that Britney was, you know, her memoir was coming out on October, whatever the hell. I forget the date exactly. But in October, I literally pre-ordered the day it was announced. Like, that's how much of a fucking fangirl I am. And I'm not ashamed to admit that. Although, it's not exactly something I would throw around at parties for sure. But I definitely am looking forward to that book. I cannot wait to get her true side of the story to what exactly she must have gone through in that crazy, like almost two decades of this hell that was the life of Britney Spears. But, you know, since I know the kids aren't really familiar with Britney in her career, like, let's just face it, she was the biggest fucking thing in her t- prime for sure. She had the biggest grossing Vegas residency to a place where the mayor of Las Vegas actually named a day after her. Vegas right now is so expensive because of Britney Spears, because she brought in so much extra foot traffic for her residency that everybody flocked to, that now when you go to Vegas, it's like triple the cost than it was when you went to Vegas, like, you know, 10 years ago. It's just so crazy to see the impact that she's actually had on pop culture, the references that all the drag queens use, the just undeniable classic Britney Spears hits that we all know. Even if you're a young Gen Zer, you still know Work Bitch. You still know Hit Me Baby One More Time. You still know all those classic songs that just are timeless and just classic fucking Britney Spears that I love more than anything else in this world. So, you guys, what's next for Britney? I mean, we really just don't know. I mean, I'm kind of hopeful. But after her first divorce, well, okay, so let me correct myself. She's been divorced a few times. But, the you know, the one that actually counted with Kevin Federline and, you know, with the kids and all that she kind of spiraled in a like really crazy way. How could we forget that crazy 2007 VMA performance where everybody was just in the crowd with their eyes open like, what the fuck's going on right now? Like, she's literally had her high highs and her very low lows. And Instagram, I feel, is not helping. It's really making us all question, what is going on with this girl in this current time frame. But again, I, Brittany, I wish you all the love and support and the health in this world. I really hope you make it through. I am your biggest motherfucking cheerleader. And no matter what all the haters say, just keep doing you because you are the biggest beaming light of just somebody who has made it through so fucking much. And I really hope that this divorce with all the rumors of Sam trying to out Personal information about her just so that she'll like get rid of the prenup that she signed before they got married. There's a lot of like shit that we don't know that's going on in this moment. And my only hope, my one true only hope, is that Britney Spears will be okay. And I just want to stand up one day and say, when she makes it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, that that was the girl that just made me realize. That I was my inner pop star. I was my inner hair flipper. I was my inner Britney Spears. I was gay because of Britney Spears. And all the rest of you haters out there, well, you can mind your business, bitch. do we learn today, boys and girls? Ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, hot jock tops and bossy power bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, bisexuals and lesbians, transgender questioning. Well, I'd like to think we learned a whole hell of a lot. Uh, Okay, maybe we didn't learn anything this week. Maybe we just learned that I am a crazy ass Britney Spears fanatic Biggest fan ever, always and forever, always will be. That's my ride or die, my diva for life. All the things, all the names, that's who I am. And Listen, if there wasn't already a Free Britney movement, I probably would have been the one to start it myself. And listen, Britney, even though I know you're out there listening to this episode, because I know you are... (laughs) In my own delusional little world, I was picketing right alongside all of those free Britney people in the bottom of my gay little black heart, right along with them in spirit. And I'm so glad you got your freedom. And I just can't wait to see what's coming with your music. And okay, all right. Like, let me just cut right here. Like, I got to stop fangirling out right now. Let's just finish this fucking goddamn episode. This is a hot ass mess. (laughs) Oh my God, but I really would just like to hear from all of you hot jock tops and bossy power bottoms out there. What the fuck do you think? What three words would you use to describe Britney Spears and explain? Give me a call at the official My Gay Exposé podcast hotline at 415-501-0401. That's 415-501-0401. Or you can actually email at mygayexpose at gmail.com. That's mygayexpose at gmail.com and tell me what you think. And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Click five stars, follow on Spotify. Don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you catch wind of each and every episode of My Gay Expose Podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram. TikTok and Twitter at exposing My Gay. And don't forget to check out the official show website mygayexposepodcast.com. And there you'll find any information that you need to know about the show, including the official show question of the week for the Your Gay Expose segment each and every week. And don't forget to check out Bossy Power Bottom Wear the official show merch line at RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I-Washburn.com and pick your next piece for your upcoming day and or pride event or just something to wear to the gym to show that you bottom like a boss. And for any more information on Bossy Power Bottom Productions, go to BossyPowerBottom.com and get any info that you need to know in regards to the production company itself. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me exposing my gag. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will hit you, baby, one more time with all of you next time. expose has been brought to you by bossy power bottom productions want to know more go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom productions